Hello, family and friends. I'm very honored again today to have my friend Ray Bench with me from Many Waters International Ministries out of Midland, Michigan. Ray and I are both tied into Dr. Barkley's Righteous Preacher Network. Yeah, I'm fairly new as part of that, and Ray is kind of a, a founder of a lot of the things that Doc has done. And so, um, but you know, being around good people that love the Lord is such a key part of walking with God. And so I'm thankful, Ray, for you and, and that ministry. So I'm going to kick it over to you. Amen. Hey, everybody. Uh, listen, if you got a Bible or if you an app on your phone or something, go to Numbers chapter 11. We're going to pick it up here at verse 10. I want to talk to you for just a little bit about helping your pastor. I know some people say, you know, I don't have to have a pastor to go to heaven. Um, I like what the one meme said. You don't need a parachute to jump out of a plane, but it helps. Amen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the pastors of fivefold ministries from Ephesians, you're going to Numbers uh, chapter 11, but it, it, it says there that God put the fivefold in our lives to help us, to grow us up, to show us what he wanted done, which means to, you know, to get us ready for the work of the ministry. Amen. Amen. And, and it turns out that those fivefold, every pastor, they, they need help. They need people around them that would help them, whether it was uh, Jesus with the 12 rowing the boat. Paul with Titus and Timothy uh, that, that helped him, Paul and Barnabas, as it were, and Paul and Silas, amen. And then, of course, we, you know, we know that Moses had Aaron and Hur around him, so hallelujah. But here's one of my favorite verses uh, in the Old Testament, Numbers chapter 11. We'll pick it up at verse 10. Moses has got a good church going. He's got a little over a million people for a first-time pastor. I guess he's doing all right, amen. <laughs> but here in verse 10, they get this revival going. It says, Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at the door of his tent. So it didn't sound like church is going so good. And the anger of the Lord is greatly aroused, and Moses also was displeased. Now this is church. We don't talk about this part of church, but this was church for these guys. Moses is, the people are weeping, God's mad, and Moses isn't too happy about the whole thing either, the pastor. So this, not everything's just going so wonderful. So Moses in his private prayer time, and you can read the other verses, goes on and he talks to God about how all of this was his idea and, and he can't carry it out. But verse 14, I want to really zero in on it. says this, he says, he says to God, he says, I am not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me. Amen. Uh, and then the next verse 15 always cracks me up. It says, if you treat me like this, please kill me here and now. <laughs> we don't think about pastors that way. But Moses is literally praying. He's saying, God, just kill me. I don't want to do this. <laughs> we, we're not asking for a show of hands from the pastors today either. But um, it strikes me that, that Moses comes to the place that even though God has called him, he's not out of the will of God. Even though God has, has put this assignment on him, He's not doing something God didn't tell him to do. He's not out of the timing of God. He's not doing this in the, quote, flesh. But he has come to the place where he cannot do this without some help. And in verse 16, God says, Then bring the elders, 70 of the elders, whom you know to be elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them to the tabernacle of meeting, we would say the church, that they may stand there with you, Always stand with your pastor. Always stand ready to help you with your pastor. Come to the church with an idea that I'm going to do something there to help. Then look at 17. It says, Then I will come down and I will talk with you there, and I will take the spirit that is upon you, Moses, and I will put that same upon them, 
that they may bear the burden of the people with you, that you may not bear it yourself alone. God's answer to Moses wasn't you need a bigger church. It wasn't you need a better sound system, though those are nice. It wasn't any of those things. It was, Moses, what you need is people around you who care like you care. Moses, you need people around you who have an anointing, not to be the pastor, but to help the pastor, pastor the people. This same thing keeps repeating all through the scriptures, Elijah with Elisha. I can't really find anybody, older New Testament, that didn't at some point need some help, whether it was the, the priests and the Levites in the temple or whoever. And I want to encourage you today, not only to find a pastor in the local church, but when you get there, do something to help. Ask the Lord to anoint you to carry your portion. Do something that helps lift the arms of the pastor that he can take better care of those people. And if you haven't found a church, maybe you live here in Greg's area, come find this church. Pastor Mark Pearl is a great pastor. Yes, and this is a wonderful church. But get plugged in. You know, I know there's been a lot of deception and lies, Brother Greg. There's been a lot of false prophets and yeah. false pastors. But everybody isn't that way. There are some God-ordained true pastors. And when you find Amen. one, he really will help you build your life. And if, as yeah. you help him, God will begin to help you and go to work in your life. Amen. Amen. You know, Reverend Ray reminds me of years ago, I'd forgotten about this. You know how the Holy Spirit will bring up things. And, Amen. And, uh, you know, I don't remember if it was a vision at nighttime or how I saw this, but I was fairly new in my church, you know, and thinking, well, what, you know, what can I really do to help this church out? And, and God showed it to me kind of like on a body, right? We're the body of Christ. We can go to there in the scriptures too, but to save time, you know, I, I had envisioned myself as like maybe, um, a toenail on the little toenail, <laughs> whatever of our church, sure. you know? And, and God showed me how I was much more significant part of our church than mm -hmm. what I had envisioned myself. Wow. And so, you know, the devil wants to minimize us and, and, and put us down and All tell us time. how we're Come not going to be worth anything. And But, you know, we're a lot more important to our pastor than what we realize. And, you know, a lot of it is just not what you know, but where's your heart? Yes. You know, do you love your pastor and do you love people and do you care enough and you know, sometimes we can go to church, and I've, I've talked to many people about this, and you can complain about church, and this is too hot, too cold, and whatever, you know, and nobody talked to me. Well, I, I decided one day I'm going to go seek out people at church yes. to go talk to that maybe nobody talks to them. It's easy to talk to our buddies. I'm a big Cardinal baseball fan. You want to go, hey, you see the game and whatever, right? And that's all well and good. We can do that outside of church, right? And, and so I've really focused for many years now on trying to find people that – Maybe have nobody to talk to them, encourage them. That may sure. be just the one thing they need that day, yes. you know, to help them and encourage them. And so I want to encourage you. Maybe, you know, we're not talking about this for, for no reason, right? The Spirit of God is, is on this message. And, and so maybe, you know, next time you're at church, you can look around and see, hey, who, who here could I go talk to to be an encouragement to Amen. and pray with? And, and um, God is good. And guess what? God's a sowing and reaping God. <laughs> and when you do that, you're going to reap it back. Amen. Amen. You know, I just real briefly, I, I tell this story about a guy by the name of Richie Wolfenganger. I've never met Richie, but I was pa church, pre preaching for a pastor friend of mine on the West Coast, and he had a good going and blowing church. And I asked him, I said, how did you get such a good going and blowing church? 
And uh, I said, were you from a big church? He said, no, I'm really not. I'm from a very small church. And I was the only kid in the, in the children's ministry, the only kid. But this guy by the name of Richie Wolfenganger, of all names, again, I've never met him. He used to come in every week and teach the word of God, even to me when I was the only kid. That's what this pastor friend was telling me. And he said, over the course of time, I drifted. I got out into the world doing drugs and almost lost his marriage when he got married. But he found his way back to the house of God, remembering those sermons that, that Brother Richie Wolfenganger taught him years ago as a kid. And he got going. He became an assistant minister in the church, and his pastor sent him to a, a full gospel-type meeting. And he looks over in that meeting, and there's Brother Richie, who he hasn't seen for 30-something years. And he walked over to Richie and he said this, you know, he said, Richie, he said, I want to thank you because you showed up every Sunday just to teach one kid the word of God, just one kid. And just do what God told you to do. No clapping, no applause, nobody patting him on the back. That's Christianity. Each one reach one. Everyone helps someone to walk with God. And whether people are watching or whether they're not, you don't know down the road what God's going to do with the people that you influence. Just help your pastor and build those churches and watch what Jesus will do with the life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Ray. You know, and I just, God put on my heart, you know, and Sam and Ellen, I know you're regular listeners. It was a blessing talking to you today, Sam. And I want to thank you for what you said to keep going with my ministry and that we, that I was a blessing to you guys. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in your ministry. The devil will try to beat you down until you're not doing anybody any good. Amen. And so, you know, I, I want to thank you, Sam, for that encouragement and how much it means when we encourage other people. Come on. So, you know, I, I, I'm so thankful for all the people that I'll never meet till I get to heaven. You know, I noticed recently we got people from Russia that joined the podcast in, I think, 25 or 30 countries now in 40 states or so. And you know, I look forward to meeting a lot of you people in heaven that maybe it just, there's so, one encouraging word that I said on this yeah. podcast to help you, to help Amen. somebody else. And so I just want to thank you for, uh, for joining. And, and, you know, if you want to contact our ministry, we love to hear from you. If you want to contact the Reverend Ray, you can do so at raybench.com. And you can reach us by phone at 812-449-8147. And please go talk to someone about Jesus today. You know, I say that every broadcast, and I mean, I'm not just filling up airtime. Please go talk to somebody about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.